Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Riggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? Hey, man, just popping my peas, you know? Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Loud and hey, clear. Hey, man, and also, I wish I was my man Shohei Otani right now. 700 million reasons. Imagine him in the club after he signs up. We'll get into that. Thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. We don't take your listens lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pie, S-U-P-A-D-P-A-P-O-D. This is an HP53 production. So make sure you also follow us online at HP53productions.com for our merch and additional content such as the Father the Good Podcast with all Marshall Givens and as with the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast. Got a nice Bears win today. Big win. Big win yeah, against man. a very good team, man. So uh, yeah. we've won two in a row now. You win another game, that's a winning streak. Hey man, that's what they say. That's that's what they say. It's happened and before. Thinking, and I thought about Glenn today. Shout out to Glenn. Uh, he was on the pod when the season started, and he's like, "The Bears gonna make the playoffs." And I saw the graphic that the Bears are technically still in the hunt for a playoff spot, and I was like, "Wow, they're in the hunt." Of Glenn, uh, that's that's not. A, I mean, no, I don't think they're gonna make it, but I was like, "Hey, that's shout out to Glenn. If they if make they, it, get that man his flowers." If they went out and finished nine and eight, they probably will make the playoffs. That's crazy. That'll be something. And then then they'll take that number one pick and get some other people because that's all we need. Right. We don't want to do the same thing. But for more, more sports take, make sure you check out Easy Smoke and GM Podcast wherever you get your podcast. So as me and you today, man, we make to the, made it to December, man. Just want to give it to say to people, thank you for following us, checking us out. We didn't record last week. Uh, you know, then one week I wasn't feeling well, one week as some stuff going on. So we're glad you're just staying with us, taking with us, sputtering through the end of the year. So we thank you for hanging on and hanging out with us, man. So uh, as me and you, so we, we're doing a bit of a catch up here. You're going to get two episodes in this week today and our normal time this Thursday, God willing. So uh, as the word of the year, have you seen this? Have you seen this article anywhere about the I word not, of the year? No. So what you know we old a lot, lot of us old oh we're old man. So uh the new word of the year is the Gen Z slang term. It's it's, it's hilarious that slang term is not colloquial as a colloquialism, but um slang term is riz, R-I-Z-Z. Okay, it's derived from charisma. So it's like you know, if you have riz, so riz emerged. This is from the New York Times. So Riz emerged out of the internet and gaming culture, according to Oxford. It was popularized in 2022 uh, on YouTube and Switch by a person named Kai Sinat, who posted Riz Tips videos online and went viral in June after the, the actor Tom Holland in an interview with BuzzFeed said, I have no Riz whatsoever. I have limited Riz. So, Ez, do you have Riz, man? Uh, I think you have more than I do. Well, I mean, when I get up in the morning and my back be hurting and my knee be hurting, I don't have no ribs. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I, I got ribs after I stretch, you know what I mean? After I drink a green tea, uh, you know what I'm saying? Get a nice stretch in, then maybe I have a little ribs. You know? I, I, I have never been told that I have charisma. 
I've never I've never heard that adjective said about me. So I don't think I'm I, I got ribs. Hey, you know it's an old man podcast. We like Riz. We like Riz. Riz for real. <laughs> Riz. That's already like who who are y'all talking to, man? Jeez. Riz. R I Z Z. R I Z Z. But I'm definitely gonna start using that. Believe that. Believe that. Okay. Because we got Riz here on the pod. You dig? Uh, uh, but Oxford's word of the year is based on usage evidence drawn from its continually updated corpus of more than 22 billion words gathered from news sources across the English English speaking world. The selection, according to Oxford, is meant to reflect the ethos, mood, or preoccupations of the preceding year, while also having potential as a term of lasting cultural significance. So, um, other top words for this year was deep fake. And I think that came from the AI. Because remember, it was all those weird videos of like Joe Biden and uh, President Obama dancing and breakdancing. It's like, I know that's fake, uh, but it looked kind of real. Like they'll have Tom Cruise doing something. It was like, I know that's fake. But it looks mad real. And I get everybody scared about AI, man. Uh, coronation was also another big word because after the Queen of England passed away, the whole topic was about who was going to be the next leader of, of England. So coronation came out. And that was one of the big words. So uh, it's pretty well, wow, man. So one pairing, Swifty versus de-influencing related to celebrity culture. Like these, it's, it's, it's wild how like a word that means nothing all of a sudden becomes something like I remember, I remember well you know when when a certain demographic like when like those white politicians start doing something it's dead remember when dab was the, I, I i just would never forget this but everybody was dabbing and then hillary clinton did the dab i was like yeah that's it it's officially it's over like let's go to the funeral <laughs> i mean put the get the tuxes you know everybody was dabbing was dab you know cam newton was dab remember he would dab uh after every touchdown they had Hillary Clinton do the dab. Yeah, let's see, you know, this curtains. Let's see. It was a nice run, dab. Here's your headstone, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm going to start using Riz. So if you see me in the street, when you see me in the street, I'm going to have a shirt to say Riz or or Riz Gang or something like that. I, I'll figure it out. By the way, I, I, I happened to meet Cam Newton a couple weeks ago. Oh, word. Oh, he was in Chicago, right? Yeah, he was in town for, you know, him and Brandon Marshall. Um, they were, They got a podcast. And so they oh, were they were doing the podcast at uh at City Winery. Mm. And he came he came into our station to yeah. uh to promote it. And uh what's the word Riz? Yeah, yeah Riz. Yeah, he, he's got it. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a guy that he walks in and and he he commands respect. He's yeah. he's he's that that you look at him and say, Yeah, that that's a different dude right there. Yeah. Yeah, even with the Willy Wonka hat, even with the hat, hey man, hey, and I'm not, I didn't say hat. that to be hated. I'm just, I mean, for nah, real, it's like nah, he, we can see the brother. It's like, hey, you got, you must have Riz to dress like this. You understand me? That dude, that dude is Superman. I was like, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he, he's six six two two something. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Big dude, all huh? of it, man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, he's he's a different, he's a different cat, man. Shout out to Ken. So wait, so so I know there was a lot going with uh Brandon Marshall and uh the whole I am athlete thing, Ryan Clark, those those dudes split from have, have you heard right. about this controversy? Yeah, so so now he's still yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's connected with Cam Newton now. Right. Huh. Okay. Right. Oh, best to him. Best to him. Best to him. I hope those guys figured out they was hating each other, on each other hard, man. Yeah, yeah, they they still are on the on the internet. 
They still Dang, are. That sucks. Because the thing is, it's, it's space for everybody. You know, we, we've talked about this off off the line, right? You know, is it, everybody has a podcast. Is is it's the getting a podcast is a little barrier to entry. So if you guys have had disagreements, you know, we've had instances where that happened as a podcast out now, where it's like we had disagreement on how the how the power is going to get cut. They went their way, and it's all good. There's no yeah. hate, but you know. Yeah. Each each is on. I, I, my thing is just it's, gotta, it's enough money and space and opportunity for you to do your own thing. You know. I think you got to figure out the business stuff early on. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how you stop being friends, right? right and it's like, right. And, and you gotta and you gotta be honest about it too, right? You gotta say, well, this is what I want, even though you're my friend. This is the deal I'll give anybody, right? Right. And, then the, right. and it and it agreed to be like, let's part ways and do it on our own. So. That's unfortunate, but I hope they get figured out. But shout out to Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton. I mean, and if I'm Cam Newton, here's why I ask. Because Cam Newton with his Funky Friday seems to be doing well. You know what I'm saying? Like, on on his own. So I didn't think he necessarily needed to come by and forces unless Brandon Marshall already had the infrastructure that maybe Cam Newton was looking for. Maybe, yeah, that, 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 might, that might be the case. That's probably it. Because I know, I know Brandon... You know, according to him and and what he's been talking about, um, he put up a great deal of capital to to make this stuff happen. So okay, so you're Jeez. right. Maybe, maybe that infrastructure is there, and you know, it it, it works for both of them. So, mm-hmm. so a, another article we talked about being old, and so I saw an article about Gen Zers, and the title of it this is from the New York Times as well. It's called "Gen Z Can't Afford the Rent." And so it was an article just about how these Gen Zers are having a tough time purchasing a home. Now, as when we think about when we got out of college, like, you know, getting our own home was like on the list of, of mm-hmm. things to, to do. Like it was like it was a foregone conclusion. That we, not necessarily it wasn't like a house or, you know, you wouldn't get the house your parents had, but you were going to get something that was yours. We both own condos, right? We got right. a couple of years out of school, and it was just like everybody, all of our friends had a spot, right? Everybody had a car, everybody had a house, you know. What I'm saying? And if you rent it, it was like, oh, you rent? Okay, you, you know, you gotta get your business together because you gotta rent. We out here buying. I, I own this store, even though I got a thirty year mortgage. <laughs> Even though I have 30 years, it was mine. It's a matchbox. It's my mortgage. It's my mortgage. And I got to, you know, and even though I'm with this con, you know what I don't miss, bro? Those con, those HOAs, those association fees. It's like, what? Oh my God. Once I did that, I was like, I'll never live in a condo again. Mm -mm. No, but then you, no, because then you get the house. Like I got the house now. You got to do, you got a house too. Yeah. You know, you got to cut your own grass. But, 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 see, can, it's, it, but see, but them HOAs, they're paying go- the money, or if, if you pay like me, or you know, you got to shovel your own snow. I don't mind you it. Know, you, you didn't have to worry about that in the condo. But know? no, actually, I kind of did, man, because it was like, who am well, I paying? The, the guys were getting there in time. I got to leave. I got to shovel my own snow anyway. Give me money. Give, give me that 50 bucks back. Give it right back. I did. <laughs> I did this, man. But they're saying the Gen Zers, you know, they did, they, they reached out to like about 400 uh, people. In an online times request to ask him about their their housing experiences and as they went through a lot of these people it's like some of them were still living at home like the typical first time home owner was 36 years old that's a record high like again 36 36 yeah wow 
Wow. We were 24, right? Yeah, yeah. And shoot, even our parents, I mean, I think my parents, they got married in 65. Uh, well, I doubt they on date. But I mean, and, and, let, and let's, 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 let's keep it real, too. I think for the article, it's like just even living in their own space. So let's let's assume that's what it is, well, right? Just yeah. in your own space. But it's like a lot of people can't even afford their own space by themselves. Right, right. Yeah. I thought you were about to say something. I'm bad. You no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No. Yeah, so about one third of the generations of Gen Z's adults live with their parents and plan on staying with them as a long-term housing solutions. Others are sleeping in living rooms, rushing, moving in with their partners and migrating out of big cities. Because I saw that too. Like there are people, it was like another article about people who they want to break up, but they can't. <laughs> they can't afford this more. We can't, they, right. They got the sun. It's like, I hate the way you chew. I hate the way you breathe. <laughs> Guess what? What though? You ain't leaving. <laughs> it's like, they on job interviews. Like, no, nah, I don't care. Good luck. Don't leave me here with this. Yeah, that's, that's, yes. that's tough, man. Yeah, so like one woman, Dekyla Wilson, she's a 23-year-old paraprofessional in the Bronx. 85% of her income goes to rent. That's crazy. You live in so a how does she? How does she? Well, she doesn't. Right. She lives in New York, so she doesn't have to pay for a car. You don't need a car tab, in New York. She tap dances on the street on, in the weekend. That's how this works. Go ahead. Eating a lot of ramen. <laughs> Wait, but hold on. Before you make your point, so another woman, Savannah Scott, 23-year-old servant in Reno, 75% of her income goes to rent. Manny Rawlings in Mamaroneck, New York, 70% of his income goes to rent. Now, here's a person, okay. Bridget Dale is a 27-year-old book editor living in Stanford, Connecticut. 50% of her income goes to rent. So here's so here's the question then. Everything's going up, right? The mm-hmm. cost of everything, cost of, yeah. uh, uh, of rent, the cost of a car, cost of food, you know, everything's going up, but wages aren't going up. I know. At the same rate. How do you yeah, how do you I, how do you fix that? Well, that and that's kind of the whole that's the bag they're in. Like again, when you and I got out of college, so it was it was quote unquote bad when we got out of college, right? I mean, you know, through 08, because it was like jobs were so for example, when I worked for Vibe magazine, my mentor shot them. He had the same job that I had when I got there. He was the president of the company at that point. And so when he would always say, like, when we would do, like, say, the September issue, which was the fashion issue, the, the, the March and September were the largest issues of the year because they were fashion. Remember when we used to have big old magazines just full of ads? And it was like, and he would be like, man, I barely had to make calls because people were just sending money my way because that's what that was the economy. For me, I had to really like dig, dig, dig to get half of what he did, right? Because the economy changed. Now with stuff, just like you said, stuff is, excuse me, money, everything costs more, but the wages aren't increasing at the same pace. And also there are different avenues and what things people are spending on. It's just hard to like even fathom getting your own place, right? Because even when we got out, people could expect to get a nice, a really good job, right? Out of college, making seventy, eighty thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Now you can still do that, but you, it's a very specific job you have to have. Like you know, you gotta be like in finance or something. And even still, that's not necessarily guaranteed. That right. probably has all kind of stipulations on it, right? And people gonna work themselves to death because they they don't want to lose this job. Because also, I think this group of students 
well, maybe they're avoiding it, but also just walking into high debt, right? Just because of college. And you and I talked about that at length, like just just reimagining what it is after high school um, for people, because this this debt thing is serious, man. I mean, you know, you you you're forced to work certain jobs or do certain things because you owe so much money. Because if you don't pay it or don't start paying it back, this is just an albatross over your head, literally for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? And who, and who wants that? Right. But, I, you know, this, and again, and back to when we were like, we were coming up just like, you get a job, you know, and it wasn't even about just, like we, our our parents taught us or showed us or tried to tell us, I'm talking about our generation's parents, not just our parents specifically. Shout out to the McCann, shout out to the Rich. But it was more like, you know, you got, you can't skip any steps. And I still believe in that mantra. You can't skip steps. I, I do feel like some of the Gen Zers want to skip the steps, like get right to being a CEO. It's like, it just, it just some steps you can't skip, man. And sometimes you got to take a crappy job on the front end. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, everybody gets a crappy job the first time out. You just, you just, you don't, you know, you just, nobody gets a banger job very rarely, unless you're right. LeBron or Kobe, like your first job is trash. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my first job. But I mean, you know, I, I always wonder, is this, is this, is this good advice? Because you look at sports and entertainment, these people take crappy jobs, but they get the experience, right? Uh, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur among young people also is more of an option than it was for us. Like that's, I mean, thought about it, but not like these kids. You know what I'm saying? They, it's like that's on their mind all the time is the side hustle and, you know, this is what I really want to do. I'm going to work in here just because my mama made me like I had to get a crib. But it's like we was just trying to get the nice, nice the job that would afford me my home and my car and pay for my entertainment, right? And so, like, being an entrepreneur wasn't... Well, well I almost speak for you. Is how, how did you feel when we were younger? Were you trying to be an entrepreneur then? Were you like, I want to own my own company? Was that something you were thinking about? Not off, not offhand, no. No. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to get to a point where I could I could rise in the company in hopes of, you know, getting the uh, the wage that, that, that I thought that I deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, that probably didn't happen the way I wanted it to back then, but yeah, that was yeah. I was I wasn't thinking about going into on my own my own back then. I probably yeah. should have. Well, also we would di- we were under a different kind of economy and society, right? Because before us, people worked at the same place for thirty years, right, and, right. and lived a nice life. You know what I'm saying? Like when they they retired. You know, they had a nice little pension going, you know what I'm saying? They got to a nice number. They afford themselves a nice life. Like my niece and I always talk about this. Uh, it's like my parents, and again, shout out to my parents. I just, I just always admire what they did. They raised three children, you know, and, and most of us got advanced degrees. You know, all of us got degrees, then, you know, got advanced degrees. It's like in these, between them, they got a year of college, right? And my niece, shout out to Jay, she was like, you know, they make way less money than we did, but they seem to have more money at this stage, at their stage of life, right? right. But because a lot of it is, you know, we not quote unquote living unless we go into the high end restaurants or we we getting our passport stamped, you know what I'm saying? You go into the gala season, you know, you gotta got gotta have them ones. Man, my parents either they cooking they you know the dinners at the crib, they ain't vacation. Yeah, we're gonna drive to Tennessee. That's that's a vacation. This is not a vacation, sir. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But but, but you know what I'm saying that their life lended it. Their life lent 
it to be more economical in the long run. You kind of see what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with these Gen Zers, it's like the goals are just different. Because a lot of them, like you said, you're talking about a lot of them don't like don't even drive. Yeah. Right. So like get, but maybe it's because they're like, I can't afford a car. Let me just but then they end up in a lot of Ubers when it's like, well, it's kind of if you save the Uber money, you can get your car wherever you want to. You know what I'm saying? And again, you talked about the kids staying with their parents longer for whatever reason. It was like, I, I got, I, we gotta get out of here. And, I, and our parents were not abusing us; they were wonderful people. No, like, no, I, they were awesome. But it was, man, yo, I got to go. I, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go try to do <laughs> things. I'm trying to see in my house. Uh, <laughs> now, I think they have more flexibility, though, right? Because as we talked about, there's more options to them in terms of. Like I said, they they can really look into being more entrepreneurial. Like social media flipped it on his head. It's nothing, you know. This is not new, but they it's it's more options to become successful and to gain additional revenue from just talking on a podcast, posting stuff about your cat. Right? People people are winning out here, making you know these these like little Amazon review things. Folks just they got time to do it. They coding on the side, right? I mean just. Whatever it is, they got more flexibility. But again, as, as I talked about earlier, but they're probably spending it more on outings, trips, and experiences, right? Because they got to – the social media is, is is what the trick is for them, right? Because you have to have a certain – it feels like you have to have a certain lifestyle on social media. You have to be doing big and living. Like, I mean, again, don't I don't want to romanticize our youth, but I think I don't think it was all like we were comparing like – what so-and-so did to us. It was like, I was trying to live my own little life. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep a couple... I mean, you kind of you kind of knew, oh, so-and-so got a job doing yada, yada, yada. That's cool. But, you know, you didn't... you didn't. It wasn't always in your face. It right. wasn't something that you were constantly comparing yourself to. It was like, oh, man, you working where? And you probably had a conversation, all right, I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm working on something too. Cool. But now it's like constantly in your face where like you're always feeling like you got to do something more, do something better. Because I was reading in some of the articles, like they were like they were trying to get to their dream job. That's why I stayed with their parents. And nothing's wrong with that. But like sometimes you got to, the dream job takes getting the bad job and the bad job, you know, meeting all these people. You don't just walk into the dream job. You see, you see what I'm saying? And so it's, it's like these, it's these competing thoughts that are affecting how people live and how they approach job searches and how they approach purchasing homes. Because I will say, my pops did tell me when I bought the crib, he said, son, just telling you right now, yeah. man, it was very wise. He's like, life is about flexibility. He's like, the, the, the less flexible you are, he's like, the, the less life is available to you. He's like, so when you buy a house, that means you are here. So then that's, you know, you are now your options. You get married. That limits your options because you can only do so many things. You have to incorporate another person. You have kids. His whole thing was like, you every decision you make that affects your flexibility. So you so you have to keep that in mind as you make decisions, right? So I think that again, these Gen Zers have more flexibility, and especially with more work from what have you, that allows them to venture out to more. But again, like I was saying before, I think the whole one the perfect job or to the boss up front that might be the one part that's undoing them a little bit you know what i'm saying because i because I, I can say even where i am now in the quote-unquote big like vibe at the time was the job i had that kind of felt like out of nowhere i was making a bunch of money at 26 
like doing like all kind of cool stuff at 26, but it's because I had a crappy job right out of college and I sat next to a dude who we was super cool. He got a job next to somebody who knew that they needed somebody for vibe. He was like, wait, he's like, wait a minute, call Griggs. That's how I got the job. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't because I, I finessed my way. You know, God got, you know, God worked it out. And I'm sitting next to the guy, but it's like I had to take the crappy job and work all night, work 200 hours in the month. And the, to the boss was like, hey, Rob, so I never say this. Go home. Like, just don't come back. You've worked a little bit too much. We might get in trouble because you, you, that's how much you're here, dog. You're going to get in trouble, dog. Yeah, man. But, you know, it's also different metrics of success. Like, what we think is successful and maybe what Gen Z is think is, is successful may not be all that successful, right? Because, like, at a point, what are we going to do with all these likes and all these, you know, followers? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what are we going to do with it all? There was a video, you probably saw it as, with Snoop Dogg saw uh, he had a billion streams. I think it was on Spotify. Did you see this? No. Yeah, it was a video of Snoop Snoop talking about like what you know he got he had found out he had a billion streams on Spotify thought that was cool and talked to his uh, publisher and it came out to just forty five thousand dollars that that a that billion was, streams, a billion streams was only worth forty five thousand that's that's crazy that's, that's crazy now again it was Snoop on the video could have been a deep fake <laughs> but I mean but I mean it seemed like it was a real video and I was like doggone I thought that was a goal was to get a billion streams Do you telling me that don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? So what what are we doing with all these things? And like the growth of the influencer industry, right? It's like being a professional TikToker and professional, you know what I'm saying? A professional photographer of stuff like that's the new it. That's the new goal for people. It's not like trying to. And I'm, and again, you and I talk about we are entrepreneurs. We do this, so it's not like we are saying. You should not try to do your own thing on your own hustle. But it's like even the influence industry, like that's that's such a hard gig. That's almost just as hard as getting like to the NBA. I mean, for real, because it's like you got to be posting all the time. And we know people who post all the time. And, so, and that thing got to hit at the right time in the right way for for some company that want to give you millions of dollars for just to post a couple of things, right? So it's like that that's a shot in the dark, man. But it but it feels so accessible and the barrier to entry are very low. So why not give it a whirl, right? The NBA is hard to get into. The NFL is hard to get into. You kind of got to be in a certain place. But to be an influencer, hey man, you got the right cats. I mean, I mean literal cats or or animals and you you know put a puppet show on with them. Guess what? Now you're the best then you're giving away a video on the MTV Awards. Who knew, man? Uh, and we talk about this often, just how, you know, the trades are dwindling. Trade professions are dwindling. Like, that's why the plumber could charge you a gang of money because ain't nobody else trying to be a plumber. You know what I'm saying? Electricians. But it's like, these are not considered good jobs for whatever reason. It's like, hey, man, yes, they are. You know what I mean? Like, if you living with your folks... You have nowhere to nowhere to go, know what to do, and you good with tinkering and stuff. Why not go? Because here's a flip, is you could be the influence the influencer you always wanted to be by being an electrician, by being a, you know what I'm saying? It's like nut. So I, I feel like we've tricked ourselves to a degree, right? Tricked ourselves out of the life you want to live, man. But 
you know, I'm sure every generation, I'm sure the generation before us thought we was going to be stupid and not be able to have homes and kids. And here we are doing that. They thought we love rap music too much. And here we are uh, listening to old school records. So I'm sure these kids would be okay. Uh, and maybe they might be better for like, you know, saving, saving some money on the front end. Right. Cause you know, Hey, we, we got crib 24. We was paying a lot of stuff out <laughs> at 24, man, paying for repairs, uh, all kind nah, of some moving it was, costs. Jeez, it was worth it. No, it definitely was. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to Forestville, IYK, YK. <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. So, last thing we got here's the big thought of the day, man. So, there's a uh, more of a dad's and don'ts. So, you know, I was looking at my kids, man. I love the chipmunks. Shout out to the chipmunks. They really had a really good day today. I just want to put that on record because when they don't have good days, I tell y'all too. So I'll make sure I put it on wax that they had a good day, man. But I was thinking about uh, just how kids should have their own fun, right? So if you're really parenting, like for real, for real, parenting is hard. Like it's it's a full job, right? Especially in 2023. But when I think about it, like, and my sisters, I talk about all the time. My my parents didn't do half the stuff for for my kids that I do. Like, I mean, this is not a diss either. This is, this is an observation to actually, I envy them, right? Because, for example, I got an award in elementary school for being the best student. Now, granted, you know, I'm not, I'm sub, I'm gonna be self deprecating. It was like 19 of us in the class, but whatever. I was one out of 19. My parents had no idea what my science projects were. I, mean, I remember vividly, I had to make a kite. Like, I, my mother just took me to Walgreens and was like, yeah, what you need? I just bought stuff, got it. She went, okay, we're going to sleep. We got to work tonight. The end. A on the project. You understand me? Like, with the chipmunks, guess what, dog? Guess what, dog? I'm measuring stuff. I'm testing the wind. <laughs> I'm driving the home department. You know what I'm saying? Getting stuff. I got the project. I'm looking at them like, you don't know what you got to do? I know what you got to do. Like, what's the problem? Uh, you know, homework. You know what I mean? Ain't it call me dad? Where are you? Huh? I said, Son, I'm nowhere near the house. I need your help. I'm not, I'm like, oh, I can't, I'm not, I can't do it. I dare not call Bob Griggs. Dad, I need you. He would, he would come home to whoop me and then leave, go, go right back out the door. Right? I mean, like, even I was at the school stuff, parents stressed out. We in car, all we doing was driving kids back and forth, you know, here and there. And we, and we're making them do so much stuff. Dance recital over here, combined with karate over here, combined with soccer practice, and it's winter. But you're practicing for with the five Y team, your kids three. What are we doing? Right? Like we plan their fun, we plan their after school, put them in all types of programs to keep them busy. Now, our parents either trusted us too much or was teaching us a lesson in independence. Like, the big thing I realized is we learned how to make our own fun, right? Like, I went to Williams College. Shout out to Williams College. Williamstown is the smallest little town ever. It ain't nothing but mountains around you, right? But guess what? You just make your own fun because you've been doing this since you was a kid. Like, is remember leaving the house you was a shorty? Like, you just stepped out the door. You don't know what the way that you just, you, all you knew was your bike had air on the tires. That's literally all you knew. Right, you hit the bricks. You ain't know who was outside. You ain't know who was gonna make it outside. Sometimes the day was a magical, right? Everybody was out here. The girl that you thought was cute was on the block that day. 
everybody was there. You had 18 people to play a nice game of softball, you know what I'm saying? Or a night enough to play a real full game of football, you know what I'm saying? The weather hit just right. And there were some days it sucked. You went outside, couldn't find nobody. You just walking up and down the streets, right? Aimlessly. Did the candy store close? It ain't no, it's like, where is everybody? Did I not get invited to a party? It's like you, but and so you just came into the house and did stuff. Play, play with your toys, play with the games. You know what I'm saying? You made your own fun. Now, but I think now though, it feels like if you're not planning all these things for your kids, that you're doing them a disservice and you're not enriching them. But are we teaching them that every day is supposed to be a fun day? This is a question I've asked myself. I was looking at my kids. Am I teaching, like, is, is every day a fun day? Because that's not true. Even as an adult, every day isn't a fun day. Some days are boring. God, no, I don't try, I try not to cuss on the pie. My mom listened, but she'll get it. Some days are boring as hell. Okay, okay? like, you just learn how to entertain yourself. That's what you do. And who who are we doing this for? Like I said, parents are crisscrossing towns, like leaving this early to get here late to do this. And now, I'm, now we should put our kids in programs, teach them things. We should also teach them how to manage their own day in small doses, uh, because nothing's worse. Because you got to remember, they, they won't be kids forever. Like I, 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 it was a revelation for me. It was heartbreaking, but it was a revelation. I tell the boys, this was, you know, obviously you guys know about Brooklyn, you've been listening for a while. But I tell the boys, guys, I'm showing you this because dad won't be here forever. And they, they look at me, their eyes get big because in their mind, I'm going to be there forever. But the truth is I'm not, right? Even if I'm still alive and that we, and they are doing some great things across town or in some other part of the country, God willing, right? And hope they're safe and successful. I got to prepare them to be ready to do it on their own. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't always be calling me. Like, granted, to, now I keep it a book. I still call Bob Griggs. Shout out to Bob because he just know more stuff than I do, right? But there are some things I still just take care of, my, of myself because that's what he showed me. Do it yourself, right? That's what I was, that's what I was trained as a little kid. You figure it out. You, 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 you're 11, you 12, <laughs> figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cause again, that's nothing's worse when the adult, they just can't sit with themselves. Like enjoy quiet time and think of their own fun, right? Everything has to be a fun day. Why, why can't we do this? Why can't we go to sometimes being in the house, managing your own stuff is a good thing. When you were a kid and you play with yourself, it's like, you know what? I don't like this toy anymore. Let me get rid of this. Sometimes you need that. Get rid of that. To make room for more stuff or to realize, you know what? I don't really fool with me, uh, bugs playing like that no more. Let me get rid of these posters. You mean put some, something up different on my wall? Excuse me. And that's why my sisters and I are so close. Shout out to the original six. We used to make mixtapes. Uh, we watched shows. Uh, and we went to the mall to get cookies. Like we just made our own fun. So I'm mean, this, this is for all the parents, just encouraging you guys, like, you know, not to stress yourselves out about trying to make the kids have it and make up the fun for them. It's okay for them to figure out their own fun. You did it. And look at you. You're raising a kid today, right? I'm sure your kid's not crazy. Some of them are. Some of your kids are crazy. I've been around them. But for the most part, 
for the most part, for the most part, that you turn out all right and they will too. So that's our show for today. Has I missed anything? No, I think you covered it all. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, again, make sure you follow us online at hp53productions.com and on Instagram at superduperpod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. We do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you like, rate, share, and review. Give us that five stars. I mean, because this was not a bad show. Even up with two weeks off, we still killing it. Uh, if you give us a four, you're right next to five. So do your boy a solid. You understand me? Give us a young five. Uh, I said, miss anything? Got any other announcements, man? Uh, you imagine you put me on the spot like that? No, no, no real announcements. Oh, man. Sorry, brother. No real announcements. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm off. I'm off. I'm off. I'm shaking off the rust. Shaking off the rust. All right. Yes, sir. But again, make sure you back. So we'll be back this Thursday. So we got two pies this week. We're going to catch up and make up for we the year. In yes. our last episode, our last, yeah, our last episode, we'll, we'll have one episode right before the Christmas holiday, and we'll be on a nice little break, and then we'll be back in New Year. So make sure you check in with us for the next couple of weeks. Let's so go. thank you again for checking us out. God bless you. Hey, mama, this is the Super Duper Podcast. On this campaign, is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? The J silent is everywhere. You can feel them falling. Sure, lately I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up. Yeah.